Have you ever felt just stuck in your business or trapped in your own thoughts or struggling to find the inspiration and motivation you need to keep moving forward? If so, then keep on listening because in this episode, we are going to explore how getting out of your head, spending time with the Lord, and having fun can spark your creativity and help you overcome business slumps. That said, if you are desperately just trying to do all the things and be everywhere and following every piece of business advice you hear, then it is time for a perspective shift. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five ways to get yourself out of a slump in your faith-based business. And from this, you are going to learn how you can get out of your head to finally spark some creativity. And you're going to learn why gaining a fresh perspective from like-minded individuals is crucial. And you will also learn the number one thing holding you back and causing you to have a white knuckle grip on your business. So my friend, please stay tuned as we dive deep into practical strategies that will help you get out of your slump and thrive as a faith-fueled CEO. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Y'all, I have had my fair share of business slumps, okay? <laughs> like a lot of them. And the most recent one was probably, you know, late 2022, early 2023. I actually recorded a podcast episode all about it. I've talked about it several times recently. It is episode 53 of this show. And it is titled, I have no plan for my faith-based business in 2023. Here's what I'm doing instead. And y'all, I was at like the peak of my slump in that episode. Let me just, let me just tell you, actually, you know, not the peak. I was kind of like coming off of it because I had a bunch of realizations, I guess you could say, that I shared in that episode. But y'all, I was in a slump for months, okay? And <laughs> so I say all this to say <laughs> that I have had my fair share of experiences, and if you want to hear about my experience, please go listen to episode 53 because, I mean, I created a whole episode on it for goodness sakes, but I was basically feeling very anxious. I really didn't know what in the world I was going to be doing next. I had a very successful business that I felt like the Lord was like, mm, actually, we're shifting, and things just didn't quite feel right. <laughs> like, things just were feeling very off, um, just off balance. And I knew something needed to shift, didn't know what, going into 2023 with no plan, no vision. And so I share with you that whole story and what I was going to do instead. And so now here we are. I do have a plan and a vision. It is 
April 28th right now. So just a couple months later, maybe more like a few months later, but just a few months later, like I actually do have a vision. I actually do know what we're doing. I actually do understand the reason for that business slump, which I am so grateful for now because I do feel like I know where the Lord is leading me and I'm just so excited for that. And so I say all that to say, if you're in a business slump, please know it is a season and please actually take a look at it as a good thing. You know, reframe it the best that you can. But I also know the desire to want to get out of that, you know, which is actually why I put together this episode today. And it is five ways to get yourself out of a slump, super excited, or just five ways to get unstuck, if you will, which I'm really pumped about. So let's go ahead and just get into these five ways, shall we? So way number one is one, get out of your head. Okay, get out of your head. I, who I am the queen of this, not the queen of getting out of my head, but the queen of staying in my head. And, you know, my, my thoughts just kind of run haywire. Like I kind of, um, do thought spirals, right? And I think myself in circles a lot, especially when, you know, I am in a slump because my flesh just wants to take care of it. My flesh wants to take control and take care of it. But y'all, it's called surrender. <laughs> it's called submission, right? And so my flesh really wants to fight against that a lot. And so when I say get out of your head, take a day and spend it with the Lord. You know, take a day and spend time with the Holy Spirit. And if you want to know what I mean by this, I actually talk about this specific step a lot in episode 69 of the show. And the title is not sure what your next step is. Do these three things. So it's to help you find clarity. Well, this step will also help you get out of your head. Okay. So just take a day and spend time with the Holy Spirit. Just be with him. And like I said, I talk about this a lot more in episode 69. So if you haven't tuned into that yet, definitely check that episode out after this one. But basically get out of your head and get into the word or into worship, right? It doesn't have to be into the word, but actually spend time with him. Just when I say that it doesn't have to be in the word, not because I'm telling you not to read the Bible, but because like sometimes when you are so mentally spent and your mind is running haywire, it feels exhausting to sit down and read, right? So actually spend time and receive from the Lord. Actually spend time, put your headphones in, put some worship music on, just close your eyes and just focus on Jesus. Like that is what I do in these scenarios because like I said, sometimes reading the word is just too much and I really just need to soak up his goodness and just think about him because my mind has been so busy thinking about other things, right? So Take a day to spend time with the Lord. Get out of your head. But what's another way to get out of your head? Another way to get out of your head is to go have fun. This sparks creativity. Go for a bike ride. Go for a hike. Go, you know, for a wine tasting. Go to dinner with friends. Go get a mani-pedi. Go get a massage. Go, you know, window shopping. (laughs) You know, you don't have to spend money, right? But just do something. Get out and do something where you're not constantly thinking about the fact that you're in a slump and you don't know what to do. Because when we don't know what to do, it's like our mind just constantly wants to fix the problem. But really in reality, we just need to get out of our head. Because thinking yourself in circles 
is not going to help. It's just going to create obsessive thoughts and lead to white knuckling your way through your business. And I talk a lot about white knuckling your way through life and business in episode 71 of this show. And it's titled Five Signs You Are Not Embodying Your Role as a Faith Fuel CEO. And a little hint is that one of those signs is that you might be white knuckling your way through your business or even your life. And in that episode, I basically share with you like how detrimental this is and also like what this actually looks like. So if you haven't tuned into that episode yet, I highly recommend doing so. So now let's move into the second way that you can get out of a slump, and that is to gain a new perspective. Now you can gain a new perspective from a coach or a mentor, or you can gain a new perspective from a community of like-minded individuals who share your Christian values as entrepreneurs or both right? And this is honestly why I truly believe the Holy Spirit put my membership, the Call to CEO Collective, on my heart. You know, it is a community-driven membership for faith-based business owners, creators, dreamers, and leaders who know it's time to just steward their role as a faith-fueled CEO and steward it well. If you are not in it yet, I don't know what you're doing because it is amazing. It's my favorite place on the internet because it basically combines both coaching and community at a low ticket price point. And right now it is literally just $57 a month. And I'm telling you, the value is worth so much more than that. The amount of coaching you receive inside of this is kind of ridiculous, if I'm being totally honest. But I priced it this low because I never want anyone to feel like money is the thing that has to hold them back. So if you're feeling led to join us inside of the collective, please check out the info page at www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership and take it to the Lord and pray on it. And of course, if you have any questions whatsoever, please DM me on Instagram or send me an email at hannah at hannahbrindley.com. I would seriously just love to just chat with you and support you the best way that I can. But of course, if you feel as if the collective is not for you, that is okay too. I still recommend that it's important to gain a fresh perspective from a coach or a mentor or someone who shares, you know, like-minded values as you. So someone who is a Christian entrepreneur like yourself. Because like I've shared before just several times, you know, we can have our Christian community and we can have an entrepreneurial community, but it's very, very difficult to find a Christian entrepreneurial community. And there's something about that that is so special because for one, they're going to understand the problems that you're facing and they can support you in a way that, you know, shares your values and they can pray with you. They can understand like you will become very close with this person. And I just don't believe we're meant to be doing business alone. I just don't, which is why I just feel so strongly about this way in particular. So now let's go ahead and move on to number three. And that is to make sure that what you are currently doing in your business aligns with your vision. Now, this is a big one, okay? Because early 2023, right after I recorded the episode, uh, Episode 53, which is where I shared that I had no plans for my business. That episode, if you haven't listened, go listen. But after that, I realized that the Lord has just pressed heavy this vision on my heart for, you know, podcasting, for 
speaking, for YouTube, for writing books. And I just kept holding on to this idea that I had to continue to be a high ticket coach and I had to continue to have a high ticket group coaching program. And while that served me and my clients for a while, for a long time and served us well, I just felt a shift coming. Don't get me wrong. If you are starting out in coaching, I fully believe high ticket coaching is the way to go and the way to start. But for me, I was staying in the same place even when I knew something felt off in my spirit. And it was the right move for me for a while, and I wouldn't change a thing about it. But over time, I knew something was off, and I got in a slump. And I knew that things had to start changing and shifting. And that was scary. So that being said, I think it's really important to just make sure that what you are doing is aligning with your vision and with what the Lord has put on your heart for his vision. I think that is really important because I was holding on to my vision of being this high ticket coach when in reality, he's calling me to something different. He's calling me to go a different route. But what's really interesting is that for a while, you know, being a high ticket coach did align with my vision. It did. It was the stepping stone to get me to podcasting. It was the stepping stone to teach me what I am learning and what I'm speaking about. If I didn't have coaching, I wouldn't get to do podcasting, right? It was almost like a means to an end for me. Now, I'm not saying I'm never coaching again. Like I still have clients and I love them dearly and I want to continue working with them, but it's like my sales focus changed, if that makes sense. And I, it's just different. It just feels different and it feels good and exciting. And I'm so thrilled for it. And I share this side of the story too, because I think sometimes, you know, like say you're just starting and you see yourself, you know, podcasting on stages or writing books, and maybe you are meant to write a book first, but what if you don't know what, what to write the book about, but you know, you're being called to create and come online. What if like your journey is similar to mine in the sense of, you know, maybe coaching is where you start and maybe that's where you learn, you know, what your mission is and your process is and all the things. That's what it was for me. So just know that your process or your journey isn't going to necessarily be linear. Like that's what I mean by sometimes we can have the vision, but we don't have all the steps in between and we just have this like next step. I knew for a long time that my next step was coaching. And, you know, over the last, I'd say six months to a year, I felt something shift. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't know if this is like the direction I need to be going now. So I've been kind of shifting a bit and it's been a really beautiful redirection, but I wouldn't have been redirected if I didn't actually take the step that was right in front of me, which was coaching. And so, you know, just take time to be with the Lord, right? Take time to be with the Lord and just make sure that what you are doing is aligning with his vision still. Because for me, it was time for me to move. It was time for me to redirect. Where at one point, it was time for me to just stay there and keep going, right? And so I just think it's really important to go to him and ask him like, hey, do I stay here or do I redirect? Let me know, right? Like obviously a little bit different than that, but you get what I'm saying. So now let's move into number four. And number four is to hone in on your gifts. 
Stop trying to do all the things and be everywhere just because all the business advice you keep hearing is telling you to be everywhere and because you are feeling desperate for success. And yes, I said desperate there and I boldly say that because I have been there too. So hone in on your gifts, stick to one to three things and get really good at it. Become a master at it. And you know, this reminds me of the quote that goes, jack of all trades, master of none. But fun little fact, that's actually not the real quote. It is jack of all trades, master of one. You know, you might be able to do all the things, but become a master at one. Become a master at one thing first before you add on something else. Become a master at one-on-one coaching. Become a master at sales calls. Become a master at Instagram. Become a master at reels. Become a master at podcasting. Pick one and go all in on it, right? Go all in. But focus on your gifts too. Don't just pick something because it's something that is cool or trendy right now. Pick something that's part of your gifting. And, you know, I'm not saying we shouldn't try things, right? We totally should. I'm all about trying things and getting better at things. But for example, you know, I think podcasting is a really good example of this for me in particular because I do feel like I have a gift of writing, but I don't feel like I have the gift of speaking (laughs) because if you knew me growing up, I was always scared to speak like in a classroom. Like I was scared to raise my hand in class. If I'm being totally honest, I was scared to walk through the door late because I didn't want people staring at me. Okay. Like that's just, that's just how it was. Like if I was going to be late, I would rather just not go to school and I'm dead serious. So... (laughs) (laughs) you know, like speaking was not, it was just not in the cards for me, but writing has always been a gift for me. So podcasting, I feel like was almost like this. Okay. I'm holding in on my gift, but I'm also learning something new and I'm learning to become a master at both. So hone in on your gifts, but don't be afraid to get outside of your comfort zone a bit. And then last, but definitely not least, we've got number five, which is to seek the Lord first in all that you do. Seek him first. This is a heart posture. We must seek him at every moment. It's a moment by moment thing. Seeking him first. Also surrendering. It's moment by moment, right? Because it's very possible You might be in a slump because you're feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, or exhausted. And if that's the case, I really want to encourage you to go listen to episode 71 of the show, and it's titled Five Signs You Are Not Embodying Your Role as a Faithful CEO. Because one of those signs is that you might be burnt out and exhausted, and I go in depth on why that is. But to just give you a little hint here, It's because you may not be in full surrender to the Lord in your life or in your business. Because when you truly surrender and submit to his will, miracles really do unfold and you're not going to experience burnout in that way. You'll feel tired, but you're not going to experience burnout like you do when you are not focusing on him. 
Now, that being said, that wraps up the five ways you can get yourself out of a business slump. And if you loved this episode, then I want to invite you to join us inside of the Call to CEO Collective, the community-driven membership for faith-based business owners, creators, dreamers, and leaders. With a combination of coaching and community, I have absolutely no doubt that this is what you've been praying for because to be totally honest, I've been praying for something like this for an awfully long time. Now, if you are not familiar with The Collective, it is a membership that has been totally designed by the Holy Spirit. It is here to help you cultivate a deeper relationship with the Lord and to go deeper on topics in faith, life, and business that you learn about and work from a place of overflow from the Holy Spirit versus overwhelm and stress and finally overcome the spiritual battles against the enemy that have been keeping you stuck in your life and business. This is the heart and mission behind it all. Now, that being said, if you want to learn all the nitty gritty details or you already are feeling that Holy Spirit prompting and want to join us at the current rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com membership. I cannot wait to support you inside of the collective. Hey, CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.